This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Frazier, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. Well, it's my last day off before uh, gaming, and you know what that means. It's time to prep. Uh, but first, let's start with a recap. Okay, so I'm taking a look at what I have from last session. Um, it looks like the only thing I used for my prep from last session was my strong start. Um, so I've got to come up with a strong start for this session. Uh, I haven't even really thought about it yet. So let's see. Um, looking at my characters, <clears throat> trying to figure out who gets the least screen time and maybe um, incorporating some of their backstory into the strong start. Um, one of the problems is I don't know who is going to show up. Um, uh, I generally have a specific group that always comes. Um, and they all generally get a lot of screen time. So I'm looking for maybe one of the outliers. Um, uh, my nephew just started, so adding to his character might be pretty good. Um, Jordan doesn't show up. Well, he shows up probably about every other time if we figured it out. Um, there was a big gap where he missed, though. Um, so his characters might be a good one to, sh to spotlight. Um, my... Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I just don't, uh, I don't have anything right now, so I'm going to sit and think on that. Um, while I'm thinking about that, I'm going to take a look at uh, my XL stuff that I've been working on. Uh, it looks like I'm farther along than I thought on my um, random tables. So my plan is, once I get everything separated out by um, type, then uh, I'm or by by region. Then I'm gonna make um, a formula that'll take a subset of those and pull it into a D10 table, and then that way I can quickly generate a D10 table for every hex, which sounds crazy, um, but I think it'll work out pretty interesting. This will be these will be for 24 mile hexes, um, and I've got quite a lot of them in the surrounding area. Um, if you go take a look at that Midgard map, you can take a look and, uh, yeah, just the immediate area, you know, is pretty full. And the, the, the extent that I mapped out, um, on Worldographer is, is pretty big. So what I'm looking at is a quick way to generate these, these things. And I, I've been just kind of going left to right, um, in my Excel sheet considering I want to get it all done, but what I'm not thinking about is what's around, right? So if I go out to that Midgard map, I don't see um, a lot of swamp, you know? I don't see uh, a lot of... So I see forest hills and grasslands, basically, and some mountains. Um, but I don't see a lot of swamp. Um, I don't see a lot of, you know, desert or coastal badlands. <laughs> These are things that I um, didn't think about when I was doing it. So now when I go back in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of focus on what's around Zobag and uh, scroll out from there, you know. Um, the, then I'll, I'll put my the ones I don't need right away on the back burner and I'll focus more on the ones that I do need. All right, Excel project number two is... Um, my random quest generator. So this is something that I used in my last session. Um, 
that was, uh, that helped a lot. Um, so going back and looking at last session, I, um, I used my strong start and that was it. Uh, I assumed that they were going to go back to Zobek and do some stuff there. I was totally wrong. So I do have that stuff still ready for this session. Okay. So, um, it's not wasted prep. It's prep that can be recycled, right? And not even recycled, but used, used finally, I guess. I don't know. Um, any prep I do that's not used kind of gets filed away and, you know, I can use it later. I need to find a good way of filing this prep away though. Um, I know, uh, John four talks about buckets and, uh, I need to make some buckets maybe in, in my Zovac campaign. Uh, maybe, you know, I don't know, specific areas, specific people and just dump secrets or quests or scenes underneath those people. So if they randomly come up, I can go, Oh, do I have any scenes for, um, you know, something under shadow crack. Oh yeah. I have a dwarven archeologist or let's see a clearing in the forest. Oh yeah. I've got the Miranda creepy Miranda doll. Um, so I, I, I need a place to put those in the back burner. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it yet, but I'm sure I'll figure out something. And, uh, one has got that great search. So I don't have to worry too much about that. Uh, but anyway, so my last session, uh, the players decided to hang out and see if they could earn some cash. And I panicked, you know, I was like, Oh, what the, what, what am I going to do? You know, I don't have, I don't have anything prepared for this. How am I going to prepare for this? All right. So my panic lessened and I was like, all right, so what am I going to do? I'm going to call a break. All right. Um, so I went to the bathroom and I thought about it and I remembered that I had this really old encounter tables that I had made up, right? Is in the beginning, that's what this was all about. It was about randomly generating stuff and finding out what happens at the table. So I pulled that stuff out, took another 10 minutes, rolled a bunch of dice and came up with four different quests. Um, recruit a good cleric. So they they were supposed to recruit a cleric to uh, the, the side of the Shadow Fae. Uh, ruin a food festival. Locate a crown. And uh, ch -ch -ch locate a hedgehog who had somebody's shoes. They decided to ruin the food festival. And uh, they voted on it and it it sounded really cool to begin with, right? Um, I was having a problem communicating how large this food festival was. Um, I described it as originating in the plane of fire and traveling the plains ever since. So every month they hold it in a new location. Um, I thought that explained the scope of it. What they were imagining was like 10 guys cooking chili. And I was figuring more like, you know, closer to, you know, between 500 and a thousand. So they were saying stuff like, I want to kick over the chili. Well, this is a, this is a contest that is very popular and, you know, it rewards a high, high amount of money. So everybody kind of guards their chili, you know, they, they don't let people know what's going on. And this is, this is a lawful evil city. So they're probably used to people trying to, especially if they're traveling the plains, right? They're probably used to people trying to mess their chili up. So they're not going to let you near the pot so you can spit in it or shit in it or whatever you're going to do. Cast prestidigitation on it. 
So um, they're they're coming up with these these small ideas, and I'm like, you have to think bigger. You know, you have to think bigger. So um, we were talking about it for a while, and they came up with um, pulling vermin up from the the sewers and like rats and cockroaches, and having them run through. And I said, oh, okay, so that can definitely help, but that's not going to do it by themselves, by itself. And then they said, okay, well, how many of these things do we need? And I said, well, six sounds good. You know, that's kind of the average um, uh, skill check thing. Uh, oof, wow, I forgot about it. Um, skill challenge. It's kind of like an average skill challenge. So um, the next one they came up with was to set a fire without getting seen. Um, one of the characters was going to use their background to stand and preach and kind of sway people. The, the background let them sway people around to do things for them or to do things that would align with the religion, right? Um, let's see. The next one was... I cannot read it. Ah, yes. The Stand By Me Barfarama. They were going to um, <clears throat> put something barf-inducing in somebody's chili and... Uh, that kind of exploded out into, you know, uh, a hilarious chat about Stand By Me and uh, the pie contest. Um, next, they were going to charm a stagehand to dump a bucket of water so someone could change it into ice uh, when the Sultan appeared. The Sultan of Chile, Amon Zafon. Um, one of the players is, likes to draw Quentin, and uh, he drew up a card. I have a picture of it. I'll post it in the show notes. It's, it's quite funny. Um, anyway. So the Sultan of Chile, yes, the 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 man of the hour, the the, the head judge, the uh, the Ifrit that come that that started the whole thing. Um, they were thinking about trying to capture him, but then when I let know he was in a free, or when they found out he was in a free, they kind of steered away from that and came up with this having when he appears through his portal um, to have him fall, right? And then they were trying to figure out the last thing, and they started going through their magic items, and they found the bag of beans. So they planted a bag of beans and. In, in the middle of this place. So what happened was uh, this crazy uh, situation that just totally um, ended up working, right? It, it, they got out of thing. So uh, they planted a plant. It all started with the bag of beans. They planted the bag of beans and a tree erupts out of the ground, knocking people back into the, um, into the crowd as rats come running across um, the, the festival grounds, you know, um, Princess Moonshadow is standing there preaching about her thing, driving people away because they're uninterested in what she has to say. Um, the Stand By Me Barfarama explodes uh, in another area in the festival grounds. Um, all this while a fire is, you know, slowly encroaching. Um, and the Sultan of Chile makes him his grand appearance. Fireworks comes out on stage, hits the ice and slips and falls on his ass embarrassingly. So, you know, it ended up being a really great session. I enjoyed it. They had fun. Um, and it was all out of a bunch of random tables. So uh, I'm working on making it easier for me to generate those things, right? Making it uh, faster for me to just go, okay, let me roll on this table and boom, you know, click F9 and it's all refreshed. So that's another thing that I need to get done. Uh, let's see here. And then there is one more, I believe. And that is, oh, my hex population table. So if they go hex crawling, um, I've got a, 
I'm using mostly the D30 stuff, but I've thrown a lot of other stuff in. Um, so I've kind of based my own. I think I wrote an article about it on my blog. Um, I will link that definitely. And I'm putting it all into Excel so I can, again, generate things faster. So I'll be able to generate what's in the hex that they're in. I'll be able to generate a D10 chart of monsters that are in the area that the hex are in. I'll be able from that uh, D10 random encounters to create a story or a narrative that goes along with those monsters. And then um, I'll be able to basically run the story from there, you know? And uh, I, I think it'll be really cool. Uh, I'm very excited to get all this stuff uh, put together and in action. Uh, unfortunately, today is my only day off, so I'm not gonna have a lot of time to deal with it. Um, I do have Excel on my tablet, but uh, I don't necessarily like the way it goes. I don't like the save location that I have to use because I have to use the OneNote save location uh, or subscribe, and I do not want to subscribe. I already have, you know, Excel 2013. Um, so I have to kind of relocate all my Excel tables to another spot on my hard drive, which is kind of frustrating. Um, I guess if I really wanted to, I could drop the OneNote folder into the Drive folder and have it do some cloud shenanigans that way. Um, but then I'd have to make sure I did that on every computer, which isn't too big of a deal. I used to do that with uh, save games before everything had a cloud save. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm working on. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, I am going to uh, take some time and uh, figure out what we're doing this adventure, right? I'm going to come up with my strong start, which again, I, I just have no idea. I think that, uh, well, so they're coming back into the city this session, I believe. So we will probably start off with uh, Balaam and uh, have that be the strong start scene that kick everything into gear, you know, that uh, they've found the portal that they need. Um, the queen told him that he would find it and that he can explain about um, their artifacts. And as soon as they pop up, you know, someone will let them know. And uh, there is definitely a possibility for them to stumble into them uh, if they go exploring the forest. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's about what my prep's looking like this this week is... Uh, tidying up some automatic tables so I don't have to think as hard or take as much time something I'm still gonna have to think the same amount of hard but I'm not gonna take as much time to do it <laughs> all right so uh yeah that's that's what my prep's looking like and I've got more 5e in the can for next week that's all the nuggets I've got this week show notes available at slackernerds.com want to reach out send a voice message using the anchor fm app or website Email me at cockatrice-nuggets at slackernerds.com or check out my blog at slackernerds.com with links to Patreon and all my other socials. Come join us on the Audio Dungeon Discord server. This podcast is ranked via iTunes, so leave me a review and some stars there. Share with your friends and shout it from the rooftops. However you want to get the word out is great with me. Thanks for listening.